0: Hello, and it's time for another spiritual workout with trainer Mitch, your host on the Pick Up Your Cross daily podcast. So today we are in chapter seven of Matthew, and this is talking about judgment. And this is always like a very um, touchy subject in the world because everybody is very hypocritical and critical in general of Christians, uh, mostly for good reason. But uh, there is a paradox here when it comes to judging, because as Christians, we are actually called to judge, which I would, I like to use the word more of like accountability. So if we think of judgment as accountability in this context, then it makes more sense, I think, because Judgment has a very negative uh, connotation in today's world. Uh, You know, people are always like, well, don't judge me. Are you judging me? I feel judged. Like, you know, people say all that all the time. And uh, it definitely happens. I mean, I'm very judgmental of people. Uh, It's one of my flaws that I have. And uh, it's something that I work on and to try to, you know, disconnect that, that ego to not be so judgmental. Uh, I've come a long way. I've gotten a lot better, but I still, uh, I can't separate myself from things that I don't like believe with, believe in and agree with. Like if somebody is doing something that's like extremely sinful, I can't just be like, okay with it. And especially if it's like somebody that I care about, then it's like totally different but because then I'm like even more invested into the relationship and then I have like then I like judge them and like try to hold them accountable to the things that are that I think that are right but they obviously don't think that it's right so then it's like a battle of well who's right uh but I mostly do that with people that I cared about more than strangers like strangers I don't really care that much like if somebody's doing sinful things then I'm like fine with it because I don't know them as much as I know somebody that is close to me and that I care about deeply um, so I've come a long way with that but uh, anyways holding people accountable so as Christians that's what we're supposed to do with each other so if you if you if you're a Christian and you know somebody else is also a Christian then if they are acting or living in sin, you are actually supposed to have a conversation with them and, you know, hold them accountable. Be like, Hey, you know, just want to show you the scripture. Um, I didn't know if you knew about it or not, but there, there is clear evidence here that you're living in sin and you need to repent and seek righteousness. Um, but that's just Christian to Christian. But I don't, I don't really believe necessarily, or think that there's any scripture. Cause there is scripture about that. Um, I didn't find it yet this morning, but I was looking, and I found a few different things about um, kind of holding people accountable. But I think it's more speaking to your fellow brother and sister in Christ, um, not necessarily. Those of uh, those of the people that are not uh, Christians and seeking Christ. But uh, so whenever you're holding somebody accountable, you have to do it in the right way, right? You can't just like stand on your soapbox and tell them what's up. And that's kind of what's in this chapter that we're, that I'm going to read. So you'll understand what I'm saying once I read it. But it's all, it's all about hypocrisy, you know. Uh, the old, another one of the famous verses is, uh, how's it go? For you, for however you will be judged uh, for, I don't know, it's in this chapter. So I might as well just start reading it before I give away the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> so I'll just read. So again, chapter 7 in Matthew, starting in verse 1 going to read all the way to uh, through six. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. So that's all I was trying to say. Uh, So that's basically saying that however you judge somebody, that's how you're going to be judged by God. So be careful how you judge. Uh, And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye. So a mott is like a stick or like a piece of wood or like a splinter. Uh, and then the beam is also like a piece of wood or a plank. Is uh, So the difference would be a speck or a plank, uh, according to King James Version. And back to verse 4 or how wilt thou say to thy brother let me pull out the mote of thine eye and behold a beam is in thine own eye thou hypocrite first cast out the beam out of thine own eye and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye give not that which is holy unto dogs Neither cast ye pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. So rend you is another word uh, for tear, tear you. So a lot of good stuff here that I want to go over. So again, in the beginning, it's talking about judgment, saying don't judge. Right? Um, because however you judge that's how you will be judged and they they're talking about the uh whenever we have to stand before God and give our accounts to him at the end which whenever you do that hopefully uh you don't have to uh defend yourself you can just you know you don't have to uh Become a lawyer and try to argue with God about why you should be in heaven or not. Hopefully, that's uh, self-explanatory, and uh, that's kind of what is uh, Jesus is trying to say. Like, don't be a hypocrite and live a life that is unquestionable. So, the the stick or the the speck in the plank. Uh, this is interesting to t- kind of think about. <clears throat> And remember, Jesus speaks in parables. And why would he speak in parables? Why does he speak in a way that is like imagery and relatable? Because the people of this time didn't understand the complex uh, laws of the word. And Jesus noticed that the Sadducees and the Pharisees, when they would talk and teach, that they were too smart and they would speak too complicated to the people and nobody could really grasp the message. So Jesus realized this and he thought, well, I can speak in parables and make things relatable to men and they will be, uh, they'll be easier to understand what I'm trying to teach whenever they have like an image to see. So whenever he's like, uh, so if you have a, if you have a speck, if you have a stick, a plank in your eye, and you try to get the speck out of your brother's eye, you're a hypocrite. And you don't even see the plank in your own eye. So it's like this massive plank. So what do you think of when you see, when you hear the word plank, probably like a big piece of wood, Right. So there's a large piece of wood in somebody's eye that is like clearly sticking out. It'd be, it'd be noticeable. You could see it. So the person with this, the plank in their eye is totally ignoring the fact that there's a plank in their eye. So they can't see clearly. There's no way that they can see themselves and be able to judge themselves first before they can judge others. So they got this massive stick out of their eyeball. They go over to their brother and be like, oh, hey, uh, looks like you got a little speck in your eye there. Let me get that out for you. Wouldn't that be kind of weird if, like, you're, like, standing there and you got, like, a little speck in your eye, you barely notice it. It's, like, just a little bit itchy or whatever. And some dude comes over with a big stick in his eye. And he's like, hey, you want me to get that out for you? you would be like, well what about the giant plank in your eye? And he'd be like, wait, what do you mean? And then they both would be like, well, you have something in your eye. Well, no, you have something in your eye. So then it's like, okay, what are we doing here? So we don't want to do that. We don't want to be hypocrites. And that's kind of what I was saying before I started reading, is that to Christian to Christian, whenever we are... uh, holding somebody accountable. You can't really have a stick in your eye and then hold somebody accountable to get a stick out of their eye. So it doesn't really make sense. So maybe if it was like, you know, like it says later on, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye and then shall thou see clearly. So before you do anything, you got to work on yourself and you got to get rid of that stuff first. And then you can help other people. And then you can be like, hey, you know, I used to have a big stick in my eye too. Then I got it out. Can I help you? And then it's relatable. And then you can help the person do it. Um, and it's kind of like if you're living in sin, like if you, uh, let's say, you're living in adultery. And then you constantly tell other people that they are also living in adultery, that's not cool. Like you can't do that. Um, that's not gonna resonate with anybody. That's not gonna help anybody. That's only gonna make the Christians look bad. So if you're trying to hold people accountable, you can't really hold people accountable to things that you aren't yourself doing. So as trainer Mitch, if I'm like, hey, you know, if you wanna change your body composition, if you wanna look good, if you wanna be healthy, then you got to eat whole foods, you got to get outside, you got to get sunlight, you got to get grounded, you got you to gotta exercise multiple times a week, you got to get 10,000 steps in a day, but then I'm over here looking like a slob, like I haven't worked out in two years, and I gained, I gained uh, 20 pounds of fat on my gut, but I'm still telling people to do all these things that I'm clearly not doing, so how would that make any sense and would anybody really take me seriously if i looked that if i looked a certain way like that and i was trying to help people be healthy and to look better and to feel healthy and to to have better health but i looked like a slob didn't brush my teeth or you know take care of my hygiene or whatever like there's a that's like the same concept of like being a hypocrite and holding somebody accountable to things that you yourself aren't doing it just doesn't make sense. And it makes you look bad. makes everybody else look bad. So if you're representing the Christian community, then you need to make sure that you're doing the things that you're also telling people to do. And that's like common sense when it comes to like, um, to like success in general in the world, like business um, types of concepts. Like you can't have a, uh, a successful business and Tell people to do things that you aren't doing. So it, it's, I mean, it's it kind of, there's a lot of really good things in the Bible that you can learn and apply to uh, regular life things, like worldly things. And that's kind of what the Bible is here for. It's a blueprint. It's a code. It's a way of life. It's a, it's a teaching tool so that you can be out in the world and live a good life and have righteousness on your side and all the things. Um, another part in here before I wrap this up is, uh, the cast your pearls before swine or, uh, give not that which is holy unto the dogs. So, you know, the dogs in the streets back then, they were probably pretty ravenous. They were ruthless. They would probably eat whatever you gave them. Uh, same thing with the pigs. They were probably dirty. They would eat whatever. And uh, if you gave a holy thing to a dog, a dog's not gonna understand that what you gave them is holy. They're gonna chew it up, they're gonna pee on it, they're gonna poop on it, they're gonna get it dirty, they're gonna throw it around like it's it's a toy. They don't care, they just don't understand. Same thing with the pearls and swine. A pig isn't gonna look at a precious pearl And be like, oh wow, that's a precious pearl. I better not eat eat that or trample on it or get it dirty or scratch it up. That's precious. They're not going to care. So, this is like... I always relate it to my own personal uh, things that have been given to me by the Holy Spirit or by God and Jesus. Like, if I have a really fascinating dream or i uh, was outside in nature and i was praying and i just saw i saw like a red bird and then i saw another bird and like these birds have just following me everywhere i went or like i saw an animal that i shouldn't really see during that time of day or uh during that time of year or whatever or um uh, there's numbers that are very relevant. Like I see uh, a lot of two, two, twos and four, four, fours and different numbers like that. Uh, so I, you have to be careful with who you share those things with out in the world. Because if you share them with somebody who doesn't really care and who's not who's, who also doesn't understand how precious that was to you, they're going to trample it. They're going to destroy it. And that's not going to make you feel very good. So be very careful with how you share things to random people out in the world. So you don't want to share, share those precious things that were messages to you and signs to you specifically by God to those of us, to those people who uh, are not holy and they're wicked and they do not care at all about the precious things. So uh, I think that's really important. Uh, even if you have like a very prophetic dream or just a very nice dream that was very, uh, loving and you could tell that it was a message from God, you don't want to share that with somebody that wouldn't appreciate it. Uh, so you just have to be careful to not cast your pearls before swine. Uh, and that's referenced too. I think in Peter, first Peter or something like that. He, he mentions that too. So, uh, It seems to be pretty relevant. But uh, with that being said, I think that will conclude today's topic. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got a good perspective. Uh, If you wanted to check some different spots out in the Bible about judgment, uh, I think it was 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy talks about it a little bit. Uh, Romans talks about it a little bit. I know Romans 14... uh, Yeah, chapter 14, just read that. Talks a little bit about basically minding your own business, you know. Uh, So, yeah, I know there is uh, certain things because I've read it before, but I can't remember where it was at. It might have been in Romans, uh, but I'm not sure. I can't quite remember. So, anyways, I hope you enjoyed that one. Have a great day, and I will see you next time.